Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Do you remember when you opened your first savings account? I do. I think I was about six or seven years old. And I know you're thinking, that's ridiculous. But seriously, I mean it. And I bet I'm not the only one here for whom this is true. Because when I was about six or seven, just like so many of us, I was given my first piggy bank. I loved it. I received some loose change, put it in the slit on the top, and down it went into the bank. My introduction to saving for the future. And if you've ever researched best financial practices, talked with a financial advisor, or perhaps you work in financial planning yourself, you will know that this principle is straight out of Financial Planning 101. Pay yourself first. Plan for the future. Start saving sooner rather than later. And to make a little extra, put it in savings too. Invest it in the stock market. Let your money work for you, as they say. At least once that emergency fund is well padded, of course. That's just good practice. It just makes sense. To suggest otherwise seems just plain foolish. Because, after all, it is important to take care of yourself. But considering the parable we just heard, I wonder if Jesus might have other ideas. Today's gospel passage begins with someone in the crowd saying to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. No doubt this person innocently thought that Jesus, being just and caring and fair, would be the perfect authority to arbitrate this dispute. But Jesus says, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? In other words, that was not why Jesus came. Jesus came to show us how to live according to God's kingdom, and that is what he does here, as he takes this person's request and then turns it into an opportunity to teach us with this parable. So parable, so wonderfully hyperbolic and sarcastic that I can't resist telling it again. A rich man whose land produced abundantly, so abundantly that he had nowhere to put his excess crops, in this wonderful dialogue with himself, he asks, What should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. And then he responds to himself, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. That's just good practice. 
It just makes sense. To suggest otherwise seems foolish. After all, that's just financial planning 101. But as we know, what the rich man did not account for in his plans was that this day would be his last. And all his riches, all his grains, his good, and all of his grand plans, as God says, whose will they be? The truth is that regardless of our wealth, all of us from time to time, including myself, can be so enamored by the prospect of more. More security, more possessions, more status, more power, more control, that we can lose sight of the bigger picture and turn increasingly inward until all we consider is ourselves, not unlike the rich man who was just talking to himself. But as Jesus shows us, and as many of you may know well from experience, how we use our resources is not separate from how we live our faith. They are part and parcel to how we manifest our faith in our daily lives. They are part of how we not only love ourselves, important, that is, but how we love God and how we love our neighbor as ourselves. What does it look like to plan for the present and the future to make wise use of our resources when loving God and loving our neighbor as ourself is our guiding principle. It means we have to widen our scope beyond just ourselves, as Jesus does in this parable, and see the bigger picture. What we receive is not only for us, In fact, what we receive is not really ours at all. Everything that you possess, from your finest china all the way down to your paper plates, everything was there before you, and it will be there after you in one form or another. And all of it is here because of God, and all of it really is belongs to God. And to see God's place and role in everything, to remind ourselves of that reality, allows us to see our role for what it truly is. Not as owners, but perhaps more as stewards. Because if everything belongs to God, then no matter how much we have in our possession, no matter how much, how tightly we hold on to it, we cannot truly claim it as our own. We can simply steward it, care for it as long as we have it, not just for ourselves, but also for God and for our neighbors just as ourselves. Therein is the sin of the rich man. 
It isn't that he received in abundance. After all, any good farmer would probably admit that a good harvest is not fully within their control. It is that his focus was so inward on himself, his profit, his security, his plans, that he doesn't even consider others or even the uncertainties of life itself. As God says, you fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you and the things that you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius supposedly coined the popular phrase long ago, perfection of character is this, to live each day as if it were your last. But I think Ray Charles said it even better. Live each day like it's your last, because one day you're going to be right. (laughs) And in the end, maybe the lesson really is that simple. Live each day like it's your last and live it rich toward God. And to the financial advisors and good financial planners here in our midst or joining us online, don't worry. I'm not suggesting that all of you should stop planning for your future, and I'm not so sure that Jesus is saying that entirely either. After all, it's just good practice. It just makes sense, and to suggest otherwise seems just plain foolish. But do consider this principle from God's Financial Planning 101. Be good stewards of the resources you have been given, not just for yourself, but by deploying them as a part of how you love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And not later, but today and every day, as if each one is your last, because one day you're going to be right. The more you do that, the richer you will be.